Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive of rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Now joining us on the line is one of the superstars of track cycling, the Lycra Missile from Western Australia, and one of the best chances uh, for Australia in the uh, upcoming Olympics uh, in the cycling. Uh, Matt Richardson, thanks for joining us, mate. How's preparation going? Uh, a matter of months away now before the Paris Olympics. Yeah, g'day, boys. Uh, yeah, preparation's going good. Um, just had a few competitions recently, World Cup in my local track in Adelaide, Oceania champs last week in New Zealand, and then uh, I've got track nationals next week and then another World Cup in Hong Kong. So it's all happening, but, uh, yeah, preparation's going good. Hey, Matt, do you ever fear injuries? Uh yeah, yeah. I think injuries are a pretty big fear of most elite athletes. I think just the fact that that can take you – out of training and away from preparation, I think, uh, yeah, for sure. I think it's nothing that's ideal, and I think people definitely fear it, but I definitely don't steer away from working as hard as I can, even though that can happen. Yeah, that, that schedule is quite uh, quite heavy, um, so I wish you well about that. Now, explain your events to us. The team sprint, uh, do, you, do you reckon you got an, a quick explanation of the Kieran? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And, and yeah. in Paris, yeah. are you hoping to do it all? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, I'm looking at doing the team sprint, the individual sprint, and the Kieran. So, so all three sprint disciplines. So the team sprint is a is a team event, obviously, with uh, three people. You do a lap each, and the fastest time at the end uh, is your time. The individual sprint is sort of the 1v1 uh, three-lap race, all about tactics. And the Kieran is a six-lap race where you spend uh, three laps behind the motorbike, six riders on the track motorbike pulls off with three laps to go and then it's just a free-for-all for three laps basically reaching speeds of up to 80k an hour yeah but what what is that kieran that goes forever like heaps and heaps of laps what's that a team kieran or what, whatever it is oh no well so there's endurance races as well so yeah, you have okay. like team shoots where they do it's four person and they swap off on the front and yeah. do about 16 laps um and then you have like an omnium which is like, yeah, multiple races with heaps and heaps of laps. Uh, more, yeah, more endurance-based athletes race race those ones. The sprint stuff, yeah, only lasts about three laps long. Matt, when, you, when you're, you're preparing, obviously, you know, you've got one eye on the Olympics coming up, but you've also got these events that you, you know, you're partaking in at the moment. Do you keep an eye on the other huge competitors around the world also on what they're doing? Um. Not too much when I'm kind of here in Adelaide training, but uh, when we go and compete against them, obviously you're looking to get that edge. You're looking to outwit them, 
uh, be quicker than them, kind of have that sort of mental edge coming into the games for sure. You definitely don't want to feel like you're on the back foot. Um, so, yeah, while I'm trailing it, training here in Adelaide, it's pretty much just full focus on on me and my teammates and what we're doing. But, um, yeah, at comps, you, uh, you definitely want to have the upper hand. When you do train, and you you're at your you know you're doing trials and you're doing time trials. Do you go one hundred percent, or do you know that come the Olympics you may have another one or two percent left in the tank that you can uh, draw on? Yeah, no, we're always pretty much going as hard as we possibly can, whether that's in training or, or competitions. Like I said, I think. I think having the mental blow to the opponent of of being better than them coming into the Olympics is, yep. is far greater than kind of thinking within yourself you have slightly more. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, we just prepare ever so slightly better for the Olympics, maybe slightly less training just to give our bodies a bit more freshness to actually uh, produce all the power and all the speed that it possibly can. So that's kind of where we'll get quicker is just with the training that we'll do coming in. Uh, versus now. So we will have a gain and a lift for the Olympics. Um, but whatever we do, we're always going 100%. <laughs> well, uh, Matt, tell us tell us how you found cycling, or it might have been the other way around. Uh, yeah, cycling did kind of find me in, in some way. So I went and watched um, went and watched a local race in Perth, where I was originally from, um, and there was a lady going around from Midland Cycle Club scouting more people into the sport. I was a, I was a lead gymnast at the time. Um, and the, the club night was a Wednesday night, um, which was funny enough, the only night I had uh, off from gymnastics. So I figured, yeah, I'll, I'll go along and try that as well. But I was like 13 years old doing 36 hours a week. I was of gymnastics and I thought, you know what, I'll spend my only afternoon off doing more sport. Um and yeah, that was pretty much it. I got injured in gymnastics and basically just swapped straight over to cycling. So there was a pivot in your life. You wanted to be a gymnast for Australia at the Olympics and now you're going to do it on a bicycle. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. So it was basically Friday afternoon in the doctor's office telling me that I had to have, I think it was like two years out of gymnastics to let my elbow recover. And then Monday I was full focused on track cycling. So it was, it was a pretty quick shift, but I think it worked well for me <laughs> that I just never stopped. You know what I mean? There was never sort of this, oh, what am I going to do now kind of phase. It was just all the energy that I had in gymnastics just continued on to track cycling. It's a different sport, but it's the same, the same I guess, mental goals of, I guess, trying to just be as best as you can and, and achieve the things you want to. Yeah, so you had no fear on the velodrome and then what other aspects transferred beautifully? Oh, so definitely I think from gymnastics you just have, I think gymnastics would transfer well into any sport, but you just have this like really high level of sort of body awareness, coordination, mm. general athleticism. Mm. Um, the sprint cycling specifically just that sort of core strength um, that really holds you stable on the bike while you're trying to produce the power. Now at the time, I had very skinny, very small legs as a gymnast. Really? We don't, we, yeah, we don't really need them. Like we bounce, but we're not putting a high rate of force through them. So you want your body to kind of be as light as possible for all the tricks that you do and the somersaults in the air. Yeah. So that was quite a big shift for my body to try and start squeezing on as much muscle mass as I can in my legs. Um, and it was basically a complete shift. It was from all upper body to now no upper body and all legs. So my body's uh, had a, quite a bit of a change in the last few years, but, oh. uh, yeah, it got it done. Oh, how, la- how happy were you when you found stretch denim so you could buy yourself <laughs> jeans? Mate, honestly. Lycra. It just goes lycra everywhere. 
yeah, honestly, all my all my pants are like either massive, and then I have to get the waist <laughs> taken in. I, honestly, no, you joke, but it's it's an absolute nightmare to find uh, just a nice pair of jeans that fit properly. But um, no, I'll uh, I'll take that any day. There could be a niche right market, on. niche market there. If you just... no, there is. There's actually there's a guy from Germany called Robert Forsterman. He's a bit famous because he has ginormous quads. Like if you Google Robert Forsterman, it's just him and his quads everywhere. <laughs> And he has his own line of jeans that fit um, that fit people with big quads. Yeah, it's actually quite funny. Yeah, okay. And you, have you, and you just buy them online? Sorry? Yeah, yeah. you just buy them online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like Heel. stretchy and big and, yeah. No, I'm talking Heels, about you. Not don't me. Need to, not you don't me. need to buy any no, that, all, that's, a, that's a good oh, call. We've just got well, a we found him. We found him. We've got him up. Boy. You got him? <laughs> He's yeah. got some tree trunks on him. We have. What, yeah, what about... Um, not, I think recently uh, Patty was talking to Anna Mears uh, at a function yeah. and she talked about her one leg leg press. What what can yeah. you do? I've done 400. 400, boy. It was quite a few years ago, but um, yeah, it's been done. I was, I was a lot smaller then, so if I train it now, I don't. I just don't do it as much anymore. It just um, It's just so much weight through a single leg that the risk of injury is just poor. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's really good if you can get through that sort of block unscathed. But, um, yeah, I remember at the time I, I kind of came out of that pretty sore. <laughs> but oh, that was good. Was good. 400 will do it to you, mate. Well, and, yeah. and, you know, vertical jumps and everything, your combine will be unreal. Matthew, like, thanks very much for joining us today. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. No worries. And you can catch Matt. He'll be in action, actually, just down the road from us here at Heels at, um, at the National Championships, which is on from March 1 to 5 at the Animeers Velodrome at Chanlone. Tickets from ozcycling.org, uh, rather, .au.